texter to 31567. I know it's not Monday, it is Tuesday, but it is time for our beautiful news feature. It's one of my favorite times of the week. We bring you five stories of five extraordinary people doing some amazing things. It's now time for... Cape Talk. Some beautiful news. Now for Johan Roos. His surgery took nine hours, but by the time doctors uh, trudged out of the operating theater, Krotoski Hospital was at the center of an international media hype. On 3 December 1967, the first human transplant took place here in South Africa, a medical miracle at the time, and the procedure is still transforming, transforming lives. Uh, for Johan, it's given him not only a new heart, but a new course. Later this year, eight-year-old Russ will be competing at the World Transport Games in the United Kingdom. I'm most probably the first eight-year-old transplant patient in the world to compete in the World Transplant Games. My name is Johan Roos and I was declared terminally ill, which meant there was no medical cure for my heart disease unless there was a heart transplant. I'll be competing in four events, being discus, javelin, ball throw and shot put. I've never really been an athlete, but since the uh, transplant, I wanted to direct this new felt energy in a positive way. Receiving a new organ is not for the faint-hearted. Catherine Matebe dons her sparkling tutu and busts a move. The 63-year-old isn't your average go-go. Just a few years ago, she could barely stand without crutches. Overweight, riddled with arthritis and struggling with high blood pressure, Matebe's poor health controlled her life and she spent days in bed dependent on painkillers. And when doctors prescribed surgery on her knee... Uh, she reached her breaking point. She refused to let that happen. And one morning, when no one was home, Matebe eased out of bed. Upbeat music played from the radio in the background. And she began to sway her hips using a broom for support. A few years ago, I was very unhealthy and I got sick. So I decided to stand up. I took a broom. I hold it like this. And I start moving my shoulders. It was painful. I tried to bend them one by one until now. We are lot. We started in Makarach, so we decided to go to the street. People that think I'm young. I'm not young, I'm old. If you move your body alone, you can move your life alone. My name is Catherine Matebe, and I am the founder of Ubilong Fitness Club. If you are healthy in your body, it will impact everything else in your life. Earlier this year, politicians debated whether to deploy the army onto the Cape Flats. It uh, seemed the only way to combat the violence, and there was more violence. Earl Mento has also been facing the fight against gangsterism, but with words as his weapon. He's a writer, he's a poet, and a musician, and this began a mission after he lost his best friend in 1998. There's always a choice. There's always hope 
in our collective experiences. My name is Earl Albert Mentor. I'm the author of Cape Flats Karma. I speak about our issues that we are having to face as a people. My best friend passed away way back in 1998. I wrote Cape Flats Karma because losing people to drugs and gangsterism has been a heartbreaking process for me. That inspired me to find sensible ways to bring change in my life. There's always negative about the K-Flats. I want to use my words to show them that there's good in us all. I strongly believe that we are beautiful people and we need to start believing that we are worth more. Look beyond the corrugated zinc walls. South African townships are pulsating with style and people wrapped in vibrant patterned textiles punctuate images of dilapidated buildings and taxi ranks. The ornate garments enhance their surrounding. And Lukolo Witfoot's photos are a response to the single narratives that focus on poverty and crime. The figures in his photos stand like exclamation points. They aren't the end of the sentence. Instead, they mark the beginning of a conversation about representation. When I take pictures, I find I'm most drawn to people's faces. It's important to me that my work is empowering and inspiring. My name is Lukola Vetfoot and I am a photographer, film editor and director. Through this body of work, what I learned was that I can actually use my voice to share inspiring stories about my people. It is images that are there to alter the perception of how society views people from the township because we all know that there's crime there's poverty but there are some beautiful people here it is my mission to better unify our people so that we can one day understand each other's cultures Martha Makuru has tenderness written on the lines of her palms. At a creche in Guguletu, there are 160 children in a charge. Entering as tiny toddlers, they flourish under a watchful eye until they are ready for primary school. And the quality of uh, care of, of the, that the child receives in the early stages of their life has a profound impact on the cognitive development. Here's Martha's story. <laughs> Foundation-based education is one of the main challenges in South Africa. My name is Martha Makura, but I'm known as Mama Martha. When I started coming here, there were no crashes. The children were just roaming around. It was very devastating. I thought, where am I going to take my children? I knew I had to do something. That is when I opened a preschool. This is now the 22nd year. We started with 10 children and now more than 20,000 children going out of our hands. We are not victims. We are just a happy community that can take care of their own children. 
And that is our beautiful news stories for this week. Uh, we won't have a beautiful news interview this week because from tomorrow evening we will be broadcasting live from the Western Cape IEC Results Center. Where